cliffcentral.com Good afternoon. Um, I can't hear myself in my head. Oh, there we are. Jeffrey <laughs> did not have my microphone on. Is that correct? Okay, but now it's on. Um, I'm Mabali Muloy. And I'm Aspasia Karras. And welcome to another edition of Between Two Femmes. <laughs> Indeed. You know, every time I say that word, I think femme fatale, but I don't think I have an understanding of what a femme fatale is. We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> is that a dangerously... <laughs> Sexy woman, hey, because that's not me. <laughs> I don't know about that, my buddy. You femme. must like uh, internalize this femme thing, and perhaps, uh, yeah. but just not the fatal bit. No, 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 no. I always think of Glenn Close when I think of a femme fatal in that movie where she had like things, horrible things to do with small-skinned rabbits. That was quite a fatal thing. Okay, so <laughs> that for you would definitely be um, a negative connotation. Mm, in fact, a fatalistic. Person. <laughs> Um, uh, a reminder, if you want to be a part of our conversation this afternoon, you can give us a call, 0861-555-189. You can message us uh, through WeChat on the Cliff Central official account, or you can also tweet us. I'm at Mabale Muloy. And I'm at Aspasia Karras. Or you, you can, can spell that, then... Please feel free to tweet me. <laughs> I'll be really inspired. <laughs> um, you can also tweet us to at cliffcentral.com. Now, um, this afternoon, um, well, actually, before this afternoon, about a week or two ago, I came across an article in the news about um, there being this move to have a look at the current paternity laws in South Africa and to amend them because, you know, um, traditionally, you think, oh, well, maternity leave, it makes sense because the woman carries the child for nine months yeah. and then she gets to take some time off to go and raise and take care of the child. Although um, I have to say that this was also something that women had to fight for. Because yes. Because it was never a, a taken for granted kind of thing. Yes, and I think our laws on maternity leave have come a long way. And I think now is the time when people are having a look at paternity laws and thinking, mm-hmm. hey, wait a minute, should we, shouldn't we also take a look at these? And it's quite a feminist position for the men to be taking actually do because th- i do i do because it implies that they have um, some kind of role to play in the rearing of children mm. which perhaps previously they didn't they just presumed oh well it's, it's the woman's the job. woman's job right but i think that what cannot be ignored is the the important uh, the importance of the father's role in a child's life and um to to have this conversation with us i've invited from sonke uh, gender Justice, Mr. Mbuiseli Bota. Mr. Bota, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Uh, I thought you would pronounce the names correctly. I mean, Mbuiselo. Mbuiselo, I beg your pardon, sir. I am Sutu, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am very sorry for that. I beg your pardon. That was um, a wrist slap. Yes, but it is Mr. Bota. Yes, but no relations to Peg or PW. Uh, <laughs> any of the infamous Bota. The Cosa Bota. Yes. He's a very um, cheeky fellow, uh, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mboiselo. Oh, you yeah, do very well. Yeah, um, Mr. Bota, what exactly do you at uh, Songke Gender Justice do? What kind of work do you do? And just, just tell us about w- the kind of projects that you're involved in. Well, we work with men and boys and mainly uh, on what you do to stop violence against women and children. Mm. What do we do to ensure that we, we, we speak a different language? I mean, both of you spoke about feminism, mm. like the, the work that you do on, on paternity leave, but also on uh, what is it that we, I mean, uh, how do we then say to men, begin to question your privileged position because of your maleness? You know, how do we then speak to the boy child, the men in our society, about 
issues of uh, uh, patriarchy. I mean, about, about, I mean, how it oppresses us. I mean, what the work we do centers around issues such as uh, how, how, how sad patriarchy is in its very nature, which says that I can't do certain things because I'm male. Uh, you women can't can cry, do, for example. Absolutely. Oh, I can't even, the, the, the thing that you're talking about today, yeah. I can't look after a child because you, use, you used a very instructive word, uh, which is traditional. And these are things that we do. We are, if you like, in a very simple, te- simple terms, deconstructing. Yes. We are we're saying that let's challenge what is the status quo, if you like. Okay. It is a, an organization that seeks to revolutionize how, how men think about themselves, how men think about women, how men think about gays, lesbians, you know, how men think about the world in general. Okay. Yeah. So you then go around speaking to men and you cover a, a variety of topics. Now, today we're going to be focusing on paternity leave, but I do, I would like you to tell us, um, because, you know, I mentioned the importance of a man's role in a, in a child's life, in the upbringing of the child. Um, we are so used to having this conversation in South Africa about how a lot of children in South Africa are growing up without fathers present. And this is a big problem because fathers play a very, very important role. Absolutely. I mean, there, in fact, there are scientific studies, Mabali, that confirms the work we do about the importance of fathers bonding with their mm. children. That it's not a, a sunk something or sunk something. It's, it's actually, it's, it's recorded that if a child, if a father leaves or raises a, a child, there are certain things that happens at a scientific level, like cognitively the child, you know, is, uh, does better at school, and the child uh, if it's a, a girl, I mean this, the, the girl would even uh, you know, defer sexual uh, engagement until she's ready. A boy would feel affirmed, would not want to. When you, the violence is in our country uh, and throughout the world, you may find that at the, at the, at the core of it is that the, 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 the huge or the, the absence of fathers. So the work we do is to say, how then do we, at a practical level, ensure that men do get involved in the upbringing of the child? Because you don't, I don't need, there are certain things I can't do. I can't give birth. <laughs> I can't fall no. pregnant. But it doesn't They're working stop. on it. They're working on it. I, I hope they succeed. <laughs> Scientifically. <laughs> Imagine him being pregnant. It'd be nice. Uh, nine months, uh, I was actually um, having this conversation with my boyfriend and I say, I say to him, you know, I, I can just imagine if men and women could cher- carry a child to term. It would be like, well, if we have four children in the family, you'd carry the two and then I'd carry the other two. I mean, it would be so nice. But people say that would, uh, men would drop dead. Just, the, the first, just even the, the thinking that I'm pregnant. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I just for me, this is a very personal subject because I have a very close friend uh, who is a, one half of a married gay couple. They are men, and they uh, managed to have two children through surrogacy. Um, so they didn't precisely carry their babies, but they are their babies because um, although the doctor who facilitated the whole thing, it's very cute, didn't actually tell them which one of their sperm had impregnated which baby. Okay. Anyway, okay. Yeah. But the point so was biologically, the baby is theirs. Yes. They're just not sure... So definitely there's two different sets of sperm. I mean, I'm diverting now. Okay. Let okay. me focus okay. here, on a, uh, yeah. which is a lovely diversion yeah, and fascinating. Is. And people are fascinated by this, but perhaps yeah. not the diversion on hand. Yeah. And the one on hand is that when their baby arrived at home, um, both of them uh, only got three days paternity leave. Mm-hmm. So now they've got a fresh baby 
And this, arrived, is a, this is a newborn. A baby. newborn. A newborn. They took her home from the hospital. It's her ba- their baby. Yeah. And they both got the mandatory three days. So, which is really pretty mean. Pathetic. Pathetic. And then the other story that was also a friend of mine just adopted a baby. The couple adopted a baby. Mm-hmm. And the they both didn't carry the baby. The baby arrived at home. You know, hello. It was deposited by the stork in this instance at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon. Your baby will come. Yeah. And again, the the mother has received, you know, three to four months paternity, uh, maternity leave. But the father got the mandatory three days. So, so is that where we are at right now, Mr. Borta? Yes, that's but where we are. In terms of laws around paternity leave, all fathers, they get three days and then that's it. And that three days, uh, I mean, it's, in fact, they call it your family responsibility. You know, it doesn't even go, that it does nothing, uh, you know, to, to say that uh, this is meant specifically for the father to bond and to assist. You know, and then the, in fact, there are case studies throughout the world where this has been successful. Where fathers, I mean, you would have uh, Norway, Sweden, or the Scandinavians, if you like. You would have mm. um, yeah, 12 yeah. months, you would have 10 months. 12 where, months? Where That's ten, the whole year. Months, That's the first share. Yeah. 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 They share. They share. Okay. You, so oh, yeah. It's 480 like, days yeah. leave, which with 60 days for both parents directly after the birth. What country is this now? Sweden. 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 Well, okay. with most of, not only Sweden, I mean, uh, your Norway, Denmark, uh, Iceland, we call them the Scandinavians. They okay. do have those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then adopting parents also can share 480 days and single parents can take the full amount, which is pretty cool. So, Mr. Borta, you with Sonke Justice, what are you, what are you suggesting? What are you recommending? Are you pushing to have these laws amended? We think they must be amended. Okay. But we must also, as a start, with, I mean, the 10 days. By the way, the history is that this was, a, I mean, there's a, a, a gentleman in Cape Town, um, you know, um, Ted Blanche, who actually... Yes, I wanted to ask yeah, you about him. Who, uh, we were supporting, um, you know, this case call, is the petition. Uh, but oh, unfortunately, we, we, we're seeing that Kusad is on board and other interested groups are joining us saying, but you know, this in fact is very progressive, mm-hmm. mainly because here's a guy with twins and the twins were prematurely born. You know, you know, and it's only the wife was, you know, imagine what, what, what can you do in three days? Yeah. You can you do nothing. Well, they were both Zero. in hospital for yes. 79 Absolutely. days and 186. Yeah. It was hectic. But also you hear these stories of um, mothers who sometimes suffer from postnatal depression after giving birth. And I cannot help but wonder, you know, if the father of the child was there for longer to help the mother, wouldn't this also correct that problem? Oh, it is a faith. Yes. That's why then we link this with one of the programs. You asked me what, what we do. Yes. Uh, the care work. Imagine what would happen if I am at home and ensure that, my brother, you have, you, you have a time to recuperate. Mm. So you had cesarean, but other than that, your own career. But because we're both pregnant, for us there there are material benefits for us as men. And one of those material benefits is how do I then, at the emotional level, benefit in 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 uh, getting involved in the upbringing of of this gift that both of us, you know, gave birth to. Would you say that there are a lot of men in in or a lot of fathers in South Africa who wish that they had? a longer time off after the child has been born? Or do you think that most men 
are walking around thinking, oh, well, you know, it is the woman's job. Like they're still stuck in that traditional way. And I think both men and women possibly still stuck. I think that's that beginning to change. Way. But I think that's beginning to change. And then, and I would say, even if I have to say that in the work we do, the groups of men we meet and your ordinary men, you know, uh, your ordinary Joe Soap, not your elitist men. I mean, in the places that we work, a lot of men are showing signs of saying, but I want to get involved. And the question always is, how do I get involved? Mm-hmm. And this is the perfect, best way of saying, how do we then, uh, I mean, challenge men. You, you, you said something when you opened the show, which is very important for me, what you said about, I mean, a lot of men are not in their children's life. Because, Mabali, the thinking has always been that men are just ATMs. That men would <laughs> yeah. only, I mean, and yeah. we must change that yeah. a, a narrative. Yeah. I mean, that discourse we must change. And how best can we change it? By ensuring that... Uh, Do we I, have to change it entirely? Well, because, you know, I, I don't object entirely, entirely to the idea of a man as an ATM. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I'm teasing. This is, you know, I thought nice that teaser. women were the ATM. <laughs> no, but, but, we but, had them, the junk in our trunk. But now you tell me that the men are the ATM. The men are the ATM. I am just not sure I'm prepared to like yeah, they are, go they, this. Because, you know, there are ATMs in that a lot of men are uh, traditionally, uh, to use the operative word, they're always expected that, uh, well, how much to bring? And there's nothing wrong, by the way. If I have kids like I do to provide for them when I am in a gainful employment, but we're saying that it should not be all and end all. Mm -hmm. There must be other things that I, because it's not only the physique that defines whom Buizelo is. Yes. I'm, I'm more than. You know? Although in Boisello, to be fair, we were just having a long discussion about Tim Noakes. Oh, you and I, yes. Because you want your dis- issues of sex to and what, yeah, yeah. define the you, The tummy and the what. Uh, uh, I told you about uh, inhibition <laughs> sexual. You remember? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. This is an adult radio. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's un, uh, but in terms of uh, limited radio, <laughs> we are digressing yet again. You are the it's my fault. I'm always digressing. <laughs> yes, yes. In terms of, yeah. in terms of the actual laws involved, um, do you then have a suggestion of how long the paternity leave should? I mean, are you saying uh, instead of three days, give them, I don't know, 14 days? Start, my buddy, 10 days. 10 to days. To you start. see, and then if we went to 10 days, yeah. we would be uh, like our so friends Kenya, in Cameroon. And Kenya. And Kenya. Yeah. I have to say that the, no, Kenya has two weeks. Is it two, two, weeks? two weeks or 14 days, including weekends with full pay. So then, on that list that yes. you're looking at, Aspasia, which mm. is com- which compares the different countries, where do, where does South Africa, uh, where are we ranked? Are we? I think look, we're, the we're better than China. We're, we're better than China because China's only passing draft legislation at the moment okay. to introduce three days. So they're still they're still behind us because I think China's laws are still in that industrial revolution phase mm. where you give birth and you go back to work yeah. like <laughs> the next day, like ladies used to do. You know, when the factories first started. Mm. So then how long would this process then take? I mean, you mentioned this man, Tad Blanche, in, in Cape Town who filed this petition. How how long would then this process take to get it but passed? I can't say um, for sure how long it will take because there are many processes. Because we're engaging uh, trade unions, but we're also engaging, uh, I mean, even portfolio committees. I mean, uh, part of labor uh, social development. I mean, a colleague of mine recently, Andre, was saying that, I mean, social development. And I know that Minister Batabi I mean, very progressive and supportive of the work we do. I mean, they were saying that, look, if we, we're going to ensure that, even we, we take it as far as to the cabinet level. So uh, with this NATLEC process, there are all of these other processes. So one can't say 
uh, definitively as to when it will take. But we're, we're thinking that it's something that South Africa must be seized with. So we're and, just yeah. proposing, let me just understand, an amendment to the employment... Um, uh, conditions, of, basic conditions of basic employment. Basic condition. Yes, yes. And and what is the process there? Do you... Do you do you I mean, present it to... Po- oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, the hearings, presentations... Is uh, there like a I time mean, frame? They, no, like I said, no, you can't. Like You have your nutleg processes, oh, okay. and some of them are, you know, odious and long. But what we... Our view is that uh, we, we, we need to... I mean, and uh, by the way, in, in there, there are lots of... In, in the uh, in, in, in government, lots of people are actually supportive of this. Okay. Um, so, so we're saying that those processes mm-hmm. must actually be supported, and uh, we must ensure that... We put some speed into how do we resolve this. But obviously, it's going to be long because they're also, it's going to be long because there are people who are, I think, who are getting it wrong, who are confused. They're making such an outrageous allegations that, you know what, when you give men these days, I mean, he, he's, he's going to end up being the baby now. The mother has got now to go back and look after him because all he'll do is he'll go to the nearest beer hall. You know, things mm-hmm. that are not. Uh, substantiated yeah, by facts, yeah. uh, by you know, by uh, evidence. So, so we, our view is that all of us, and this some of the spaces we think we, we must engage and appropriate them, and say that how do we, as society, ensure that this becomes um, we change this and becomes mm. laws in mm. our country. Well, and there is a hashtag, yeah, <laughs> which is hashtag ten days paternity leave. Um, which is great. Okay, then no, that's fantastic. I wasn't there's even a aware, hashtag. I wasn't even aware that that existed. <laughs> oh. There we go. But I think your overall view, or, or, to, to or, you know what I understand about what you're saying, is that this could really only benefit everyone involved: the oh. mother, the, the the children, the entire family could stand Our to benefit society. from yes, from this whole from this whole change. That's why uh, when you spoke uh, about feminism, uh, that I believe feminism is that believing in justice. Mm-hmm. So I think this and. But the, the final winner in all of this would be the child. So for us, is what's in the best interest of the child? How do we ensure that we turn the corner and, and change the story that men are, men are irresponsible, men are reckless, men are never there? And the best way. And sadly, I mean, that is just a heritage way. that we've got in South Africa that comes from our completely appalling labor act that did go in and kind of destroy the family life. Yeah. I mean, so right, yeah, that is that is our history. Labor, yeah, yeah. It's time to change it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're saying that uh, we must, your, the Cliff Central must support this. <laughs> Apparently we can also say yes or no online in some way. Well, I'm this just would, trying to work it out. Yeah, this would be a good way to start. Um, yeah. If you'd like more information on Sonke Gender Justice, you can go to www.genderjustice.org. Dot za. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mbuyiselo, yeah. Bota, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. You're doing well. Is she teaching you Sudo? I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not teaching her anything, but she, I'm prepared. Seemingly she knows, she knows a lot. Cliffcentral.com, it's 25 minutes after one. Just one more day
lovely Monique Yoster. And before I tell you why she's here, let me start with like how I met her, which was basically that I stalked her every time I saw her <laughs> in in a shopping mall. Say hello, Monique. Hi, Auspicia. How are you? Uh, fine. I'm <laughs> fine because you're sitting here in all your wondrousness. So I stalked her um, every time I saw her and I'd go, oh, can I please take a picture and Instagram and tweet you because you look so fantastic. Um, now Monique yes. always has the best shoes. Thank you. Which are just like outrageous. And for me, I think we've mentioned you that two quite are like basically kindred spirits. Kindred, yes, kindred yes, shoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then subsequently, Monique bought the Studio Eight boutique in Hyde Park. Yes. Which is great news for us. <laughs> uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> I think so. I think so because her style is wonderful and inimitable. 
In fact, she's sporting a little pair of like leather culottes today that I saw in the magazine that were like, uh, because we've shot them for September. And I was like, oh. You're going to have to describe what culottes are for us people who are not <laughs> as high fashion informed as you are. <laughs> well, they're the big, they're making a big comeback. Okay. They are. Yes. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 um, it's between the skirt and the pants, really. Okay. Uh, All right. Yes. Yes. Of, uh, below the knee. So I need to and get myself a pair of those. White pair of pants that is below the knee. Okay. They're kind of like long shorts. Yes. Or short pants. <laughs> <laughs> long shorts or short pants. Yeah. You can take your choice. Which one yes. do you prefer? <laughs> yeah. So and and so when I was doing some judicious window shopping mm-hmm. at Studio Eight just the other day. Hanging on the, uh, was a little, a beautiful bag. I cannot, it was like in a beautiful floral print. I said, what is this little bag? Mm-hmm. What is in it? Is it for like your swimming costume? And the girls, uh, at the, behind the, the counter said, no, this is Monique's project. So, Monique, you have unpacked the bag here. Yeah. Yes. Will you please tell us what was in it? Um, in the bag, um, is is a project that I'm very passionate about. Um, it's called Dignity Dreams. Um, it's it's a project that Studio Eight Hyde Park is supporting, uh, especially now during the month of August, uh, mm-hmm. which is Women's Month. Um, I've always been always combined business with with uh, giving back and being involved with charity. And this charity that I came across really really hit me. Um, hard because it is something that a lot of people, especially women, are actually not aware of that this problem exists. And um, going back to to, to but problems, first tell yeah. us what is in the bag. But what is? Yeah, but people <laughs> wonder why is that in the bag? No, it's good, okay. but you must start okay. with what's in, in the, the bag because when I saw bag. it, I was like, oh my word, those are Yay. so cute, and they're in the bag. <laughs> in the bag. It's it's a beautiful floral little bag, and in the bag are three panties. Um, very cute panties, I might add. Boxer short. Yeah, we make them. We, we girls like to be pretty. Yes. So it's it's uh, cute little panties, boxer. Um, but lacy, boyfriend, lacy boyfriend, boyfriend weaves, panties. That's right. And there are six um, terry cloth um, uh, pads. Sanitary napkins. Sanitary napkins, yes. Except that they're old school. This is how it used to be. Yes. I spoke to my mother and she says, but that's how we used to do it. Is it? Yes. And it it has got flaps on the side with a a, 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 a button. What do you call it? I'm going to Instagram these and tweet them right now because they are super pretty. Yeah, they are really fabulous. And it is for girls that uh, have got their periods. Now, what... What uh, um, the charity is about that I'm supporting, it's called Dignity Dreams because it's come to my attention that uh, 2.1 million girls in this country between the age of 12 and 18 years are living below the poverty line in Mm -hmm. South Africa. They resort to using old cloths, rags, newspapers, etc. because they cannot afford sanitary towels. Now this... this is something. Don't go to school. No, this is something that is incredibly, incredibly shocking. And I, yeah. I think when you said that a lot of people, and especially women in this country, are not aware of this problem. Yes. This hits very close to home. Yes. Yes. Two point one million girls in this country. Yes. yes. That's a lot of sure. girls. 
You know, and they take one week know. off school yeah. because they're embarrassed and ashamed for months. Mm. And I've spoken since becoming aware of this. I've spoken to a lot of uh, uh, girls and ladies um, uh, to ask them about it. Like, how big is this problem? And they look at me like, "But how can you not be aware of that? Mm. You're a woman. Mm. Um, you know, th- there's so much around us that we are actually not aware of. And 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 I so welcome the opportunity um, to to come on the station to be able to talk about this. Um, we all know that education is extremely important. Um, we want to empower women. It's important that, that, that women get a voice in this country. And education starts at a young age. And it, just imagine that these all these girls stay home six days or five days a week per month. Every single month. Every single month. Yeah. Okay, that comes to uh, 60 mix, missed school days a year. Now, and this is all months. And, and this is all because. And just think about all the other school days they're missing because of yes. uh, teacher strikes and what have you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. but I mean, this is all because they cannot afford, um, you know, yes. sanitary products. Which, if you can afford it, is something that you take for granted. You, to- you totally take it for granted. Yeah. Now, what this charity does is for for 140 rand, uh, people can uh, purchase a. a, a a dignity bag like this. Uh, it gets distributed by our charity to the schools. And um, we've already, since inception, it started in 2013, we've uh, already um, handed out 5,500 of these bags. Okay. And the girls are welcoming it with open arms. We've made, we made it look fun. The girls uh, are so excited about it. Uh, they don't because have to get. After all, we girls. Yeah, they, they, they don't really embarrassed pretty. anymore. You know, they they are they are really pretty. It comes with instructions on how to clean it with green soap at home, mm-hmm. and you know they don't have to be embarrassed anymore. And how how do I purchase one of these bags if I wanted to, or if if I wanted to purchase a whole bunch of them? Okay, we we um, take donations at uh, Studio Eight at Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. Um, the donations then um, get handed to the lady that that uh, Sandra um, um, Miller is her name from Dignity Dreams, or it can the donations can be deposited straight into the bank account. They do have a uh, they have all the certificates. They've got the um, uh, NPO number. Uh, you can get a certificate as well, a, a tax exemption, a certificate for the donations, etc. Now I'm on. I'm on all this information yeah. up online. I'm on, yeah. um, on both our websites. Dignitydreams.com right now, having yes. a look at the website. And uh, but I mean, if you just went to dignitydreams.com, you'd be able to f- access all this information. Absolutely. And find out how you can contribute if you want. Yes. If you wanted yes. to. Yes. Okay. We at Studio Eight. What I have done is um, Studio Eight has uh, has purchased 200 bags. And um, we have it uh, at the shop as well, and we are hoping that our our clients, um, our customers, are also um, going to purchase. We know that they definitely will participate, but mm. we're putting a challenge out there that will match our contribution. And um, yeah, the, the, another side uh, of this, which is also very nice, is that um, with this, we also supporting. You know, it it, it helps several uh, uh, things like um, the people that are actually manufacturing. Yeah, who these. is making them? Because they're yeah. really pretty. I think <laughs> people can see them now. Yes, we take, we're tackling a bit of unemployment as well. Um, the people that are making these these packs are um, several centres. It's a centre for disabled people in Kalanen 
We had six women and three men working there. There's a church group in Deep Sluit where five women are working. Pretoria CBD, six women, church groups in Pretoria, and a protective workshop in uh, Pretoria as well. And these people now have the opportunity to earn decent wages, their dignity has been restored, and acquired skills that are transferable. I mean, also what delights me um, about this is that it's actually eco-friendly. Totally. Because I suppose, you know, women's sanitary pads are in the same league as babies' nappies. Like mm. It's like a landfill yes. out there. It They're is. never going away. Yeah, how do you recycle that stuff? Yeah. You yeah. can't. You can't. Yeah. I'm just thinking of a baby's nappy right now. You no, can't it's, recycle it's that. No, yeah. It's like no. the unspoken. It like just we've gets made. up. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe people should be <laughs> going back to the old, to the old school to the ways. Old of, and if you saw how beautiful they are, you might be quite delighted. I, I mean, I find it interesting that your your mother, Monique, was telling you that that's how they used to do it back in the day. Yes. Because and, you know, that, and that's in Holland, eh? <laughs> you know, because you forget. I mean, you take these yes. things for granted and then you forget, oh, no, it first had to be created by somebody mm. and then it had to go through a process where it was improved upon and it was, yes. you know, upgraded on, if you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think the sustainable nature of this thing makes me happy. Now, I can mm. imagine that the problem is... Um, we are, after all, between two firms, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Fems, so, you know, between fems, two firms. But, you know, <laughs> just just going back to the initial problem, and I can imagine that if you if you were to look at the African continent as a whole, yes. that the, the, the problem is even bigger, you know, it's with... Massive. Yeah. Yeah. And these are seriously things that you and I will take for granted on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. I know I was floored when I heard about this. And um, I, that's why I feel passionate about this. And, and I hope that we can have get many, many of these packs out to, to schools and that we can go on a big drive uh, to help these girls yeah. out, you know, for their dignity and, and, and for them to be able to continue going to school and educate themselves and become strong women and help our society. Exactly. Okay, so I'm just I'm having another look here on uh, DignityDreams.com. Um, so the pack includes a fully washable and reusable sanitary pad. Uh, pads can be used with any type of underwear, comfortable and environmentally friendly. Will last for three to five years. I mean, that's another yep. important point yep. to make. Yep. The material that is used is very good material. So it will get you through high school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those very Provided important years. If you years. attend high school. Yes. Those because ve- of these. Those very <laughs> exactly. important years for a young teenage girl, Absolutely. you know, and, and without having to worry about you know, the fact that she doesn't have Basically, access. Well, exactly. Yeah. Sanitary I mean, because, products. I mean, the thing for me is I've heard of a lot of charities that are dealing in trying to get sanitary products to girls so that they can attend school, which is fantastic. But what delighted me about this one was that it actually appeals to you aesthetically, visually, yeah. the shame of it all. I mean, I think girls also have this terrible shame about yes. their, well, their yes, period. You know. they, oh, it's, and we have such terrible names for it as well. We're like, oh, it's a, yeah, yeah. what do they call it? I've got the red plague and I've got the, <laughs> oh, you know. As if it's not bad enough. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. people just have really horrifying names. And I think just, just. Which um, implies like this like sense of shame. Well, I think it's also because we're made to feel shameful about it. At the end of the day, it's not even something that's in our control. I mean, it's just Mother Nature's design. Yes. It's a biological yeah. process. Like, what yes. do you want us but to it's, do? It's something bad. And so for me to imagine receiving this beautiful pack, just, hey, lovely yeah. girl, yeah. here is this great yeah. pack. It's not anything to be ashamed of. 
and it's, it's all something yours. to delight in. Yes, and it. I think because the little sanitary pads are so pretty, the terry cloths are. It it feels like yes. something to celebrate. Yes, you're yes. you've become a woman now. Here's your little yes. beautiful floral bag. Feel happy. So this this would be useful for schoolgirls, varsity students, working mothers, caregivers, mothers who've just given birth, frail and elderly women. Absolutely. So it you know it extends beyond even beyond the young the, the, the young, young girl girls, who's yes. becoming a young woman. Yes. Monique, well, thank you very much for coming in this yeah. afternoon. You're welcome. I think this is thank a fantastic. Thank you for the opportunity. Yes. I really do appreciate it. This one is a fantastic question, project. Go ahead. Go ahead. Before you leave, what is the <laughs> one thing that we need to be buying for next season? What have you targeted and thought, oh, this I must have. We must ask her. I mean, she owns one of the most beautiful boutiques in the country. I, I, no, you know what? You're right because now we're heading into spring and then it's going yes, to be summer yes. soon. So, you know, we need to look the part. Is it the leather culotte that she's sporting? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. Um, it's definitely the culotte. It's the vans as well, the van shoes. Mm-hmm. What, um, are those? what do those look like? Th- those are with the, uh, it's the sporty, like a, like a sneaker type of shoe. Oh, okay. With the vans, vans. The vans. Okay. Isn't there a song? No, that's. Vans? No, no, oh, not yet. There are songs about other shoes. Okay. Other sporty shoes, but not the vans yet. Expect one. So the the <laughs> the, the sporty look basically. That, very, that, that's going to be big and coming look. back. Uh, um, the um, uh, um, you know the the like a tracksuit pants, but mm. more even those in leather. Oh. Yeah, or leatherette, whatever. Um, Leather oh, tracksuit so pants. The, yes. Oh, they are so, so hot. <laughs> and and so the, hot midriff, right the midriff uh, top is still very much in. The crop especially top. The, the crop mm. top and then especially the crossover. Oh. Crossover one. Now and, and the color white is, yeah. is huge still. Yeah. Now, I actually saw that being discussed the other day, that whole midriff thing yes. where you show a bit of your belly. And these people made it, made it a point to stress <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, you have to be in good shape <laughs> to pull off that look. Yes. Ideally. And if, and if you're not, put a white shirt under it and you'll still look fantastic. Oh, well, there true, you go. That's so, that solves that nice problem. Jersey, That's nice a very clever jersey, idea. And then you put a white shirt under it and you look mwah. Well, thank you, Monique. And you look mwah. Thank Indeed. you. And I love your <laughs> moi project. It's fantastic. It's given me such um, delight. Fantastic. Thank you for coming in, Monique. And I think that you guys are doing fantastic work. So thank you good luck much. to you and the rest of your team. Um, If you'd like to get more information, you can go to www.dignitydreams.com. Um, you can read up about this um, this project. And um, also, if you'd like to get involved, if you'd like to purchase uh, one of these bags Please, or more yes. than one of these bags, um, all the information on how to do that is on the website. Um, and let's just say that 150 rand will buy somebody 60 days of school, school. per year. Yes. Yeah. That is just crazy. Well that is a real return. That's, 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 a, yeah. that's a really on good way to look, to look yes. at it. Okay. Awesome. Um, we're going to catch up with the two ladies that we had in the studio a few weeks ago. Remember, they, I'm so glad. they departed on the 18th of July on Nelson Mandela Day. They left Johannesburg because they are walking to Kunu. They are indeed. They are walking. <laughs> so we're going to catch up with them. They've been tweeting me, but very sporadically. I'm like, I don't know. What's going on? You have a lot of time. Yeah. So we're going to catch up with those two ladies coming up next.
talking shit and you didn't think that I would hear it. People hear you talking like that, getting everybody fired up. So I'm ready to attack, gonna lead the pack, gonna get a touchdown, gonna take you out. That's right, put your pom-poms down, getting everybody fired up. So, um, welcome back to Between Two Femmes. Um, so, I did say that we were going to catch up with the two ladies who left Johannesburg on the 18th of July and are walking to Kunu as part of their project to raise funds. You're going to have to join me in uh, Osa. So, that oh, I can okay. Kunu. 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 <laughs> okay, I am going to have to train you. You are, because that's the wrong click. But I heard you speaking Sesotho earlier, and your your Sesotho is pretty no, impressive, I must say. is much better. I mean, where did you pick that up? Did you just kind of At like... At the nail bar. <laughs> do you kind of just uh, walk in there, and then you have like a whole conversation with, with some of the ladies there? Yes, the ladies have been training me every week. Yeah. <laughs> How many languages are, are you fluent in, though, Aspasia? Because, I mean... But we better tell people why we're having this random conversation. Oh, okay, yes. No, because um, for some reason, we can't get a hold of the ladies. Um, they said they're embroiled in some kind of... They're uh, not. They are unable to talk to us right now. We were going to chat to them on the phone, but they can't. So, unfortunately, you know, there's there's not much we can do about that. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. We'll try and catch up with them um, next week. I just... Uh, perhaps let's just say that if people want to follow them, though... I'm just searching for where they were on the 
on the interwebs. Um, I've been uh, receiving very sporadic messages. Mm-hmm. On day 12, they're leaning against, um, I actually can't even tell you what this is. Mkombo, something that's like been stopped. <laughs> what is that? Can you even see what the name of this town is? Let me see, let me see. I'm tempted. It sounds like I'm about to start in singing a Brenda Fussy song. Mkombati. Uh, isn't that a song? But that can't be a town also. Maybe yeah. they've named it after that town. No. Um, okay, no, hang on. Um, but anyway, they they are, you can follow them on their long walk to by following at I Rugheimer R U G H E I M E R. Okay, you see, I'm looking at a picture that um, that they posted earlier, and they are standing underneath a sign which reads Vepener. So ah. that's that's somewhere in the Free State, right? Am so I, that's where they are. I think that's somewhere in the Free State. So the ladies who are walking to Kunu are currently in the Free State. And remember, the the task that they set for themselves was to get to the Eastern Cape within 27 days. Maybe that's why they can't speak to us. They're walking right now. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, They, you know, I I was communicating. Let's just remind people because Toby Shapshak has just walked in and he's trying to like hijack us. He's trying to elbow us out of the studio. Not not at all. No, no, not at all. My, my, my question Take is, turns. Uh, yes, my yes. question is, what are they walking in? Because you're wearing a, you know, beautiful. They are definitely not walking in heels because that would be. No, no, we silly. established this. Yes, they, they told us. They told me outright when I tried to ask what they were walking in. They said definitely sneakers. In fact, they said that their footwear was the most important part of this project being a success. So they're walking in sneakers, and they're two of them, and they're walking for the Nelson Mandela's. Children's, uh, children's hospital, hospital to raise funds for the yes, hospital. Yes. So that's why they're doing this whole thing. But um, they, well, they follow them on Twitter. They can't speak to us right now. Yes, we'll try they're and catch up with them. Either like tearing each other's hair out because <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> Just the two of them walking all the way. I had been keeping in touch with them on on WhatsApp, and they were telling me that they're covering like nine to ten hours of walking in a day. It's crazy. So it really is. Maybe we can catch up with them next week. Yes, that's that's what we'll try and do. Um, but you know what? Winter is almost coming to an end soon. It's, I mean, very soon it's going to be time to start thinking about that whole summer look, that whole summer body. I know that diets and eating plans and the gym is, is mm. on a lot of a and lot of our minds. Exactly. And we in our September issue, which is still coming up. <laughs> the spring issue. The spring issue. Yeah. Actually commissioned the rural doctor who um, tried to do Tim Noakes diet on 150 rand a week, which is basically, according to the government, the lowest common, like the lowest amount uh, or the amount that sort of the poorest people in our country spend on food. On food is 150 and rand so a week. And so she tried to do Tim Noakes on 150 rand a week. And I have to say she was damn inventive. And mm. we want to try and get her on the show next week. Now, Tim Noakes is all about high fat, high protein, high what else? Yes. High fat, high protein. Who can fault it? Lots of bacon. Lots of full, mm. you know, lots of full fat yogurt. It's a delight. Did you did you know there was a, a piece that uh, someone sent me yesterday written by the, the New York Times magazine from 2002, basically backing up this whole yes. Atkins Banting. Yes, in fact, the most, the most read article um, last month 
on the New York Times was again saying that this is what you have to do. Yeah. What if the New York Times said it's so, then it must be so. Well, Absolutely. what I've found I mean, is it's that like if it's, it has the, the same weight. Global record. Yeah. <laughs> it has exactly that statement has the same weight of saying if, if Marie Claire says it's true. I'm feeling it must that he's saying yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm feeling that uh, Shapchak is doing his best to muscle us out. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna take the hint in any case. Let's just about ask him this whilst yeah. we have him okay. here. Okay. Okay. What do you feel about paternity leave? You're a young man about yeah, to get. Um, Absolutely. John, who uh, is joining us on the show in a moment, who will put his mouth closer to the microphone, is the father of twins. So double paternity leave, please. For you. Yeah. (laughs) Because currently men or currently fathers only get, what, three days and then that's it? Yes. We're lagging behind um, Ghana. I thought it was eight days. And Cameroon. It's three days. It's three three paid days. It's three days and not six. I tried. Did you try? Did you try? Did you double up? I (laughs) failed. That's terrible. That's terrible. But that seems a good way. We've yeah. got a few male opinions into the whole mix. Yeah, definitely. So um, hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get chatting to this doctor who was doing the Tim Noakes diet on a very, very, very low diet. Because, you know, when you talk to me about bacon and meat and whatnot, that yeah. stuff's not cheap. No. So and it, she it will did be interesting it on to 150 know. rand a week. It, it will be interesting to know if she was successful and in if it worked In order to show her. whether, in fact, you know, I mean, we do have, we are now, like, I think the second most obese country in the world. Oh, gosh. I and mean, so, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not a terrible uh, question to ask. Yeah. Can people, in fact, do it on less? Well, money? if she actually did the diet herself and it worked, I would be interested to talk to her because, you know, my whole thinking is there's no way you can lose a whole bunch of fat if I you're thought, eating fat. I mean, it, I to me... your way of thinking was, to there's me, no way you can live on 150 <laughs> rand a week on food. Because, I mean, that is also a pretty uh, inspiring story. So I think we must get hold of her. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, we are going to wrap it up now. And then Toby and uh, Toby's going to take over. Uh, He's already but, taken over. Well, this is true. This is colonization of our time. But be sure to tune in again next week Thursday at 1 o'clock for Between Two Femmes.